Well, hello, hello. Welcome to Orchid Bloom's podcast. Welcome back, bloomers. My name is Orchid Brown. I am your host with Orchid Bloom's podcast. You can find me on TikTok and Instagram at Orchid I Brown. It is now December, and this will be the final episode of the year 2022. Going into 2023, I am hoping to give you guys at least two podcast episodes the first week to make up for the delay with this podcast episode. Um, Originally, I was supposed to drop another episode last week, but life got busy, and this week coming up was supposed to be the last podcast episode. But with everything going on right now, and there is a lot, it is a busy end of year for everyone, I decided to skip that podcast episode and just release this one instead. And that way I can just dedicate my time to doing a lot more things that I want to do with the Ambitious Obsession Network, planning, organizing, arranging, setting things up, getting the merchs out, all that kind of stuff. And then as of January, be able to drop two podcast episodes for you to listen to going into the new year. So I finally wore my merch out. I purchased the ambitious t-shirts in all three colors and I took some pictures in it. So I'm hoping to post that on on the Instagram page at ambitiousnet for you to see what the merch looks like. The t-shirts are 100% cotton. I'm a 100% cotton type of girl. I know that some people might prefer a little polyester, but unfortunately I am not really interested in the polyester look, but maybe in the future I may do that for you guys who love your polyester t-shirts. But for now, the ambitious t-shirts are 100% cotton. So I really hope that you like them and I hope that you purchase them as well because it is available online currently. You can even find them on the Instagram page at the ambitious net. Just click the shop button and it will show you all of the merch that we do have and you can purchase any one that you like. So I really hope that you like what I post on our Instagram page. And hopefully you guys will take a picture in that shirt and tag me in it so that I can maybe screenshot it and repost it. I think it's great. Or if you do it by story, don't forget to tag at the ambitious net so that I can repost it and promote it and let people know what you think about it. So I'm really, truly excited about that. So we all know as I mentioned earlier, that it is December. I really hope that you guys have already completed your Christmas shopping if you are in fact doing Christmas shopping this year. I know that a lot of people are telling everyone, listen, you're not getting any gifts, okay? Just my love is all you're getting for Christmas. (laughs) And I completely understand that. A lot of people are just using their money to buy themselves gifts, to treat themselves for Christmas. Because you're always giving, you know, gifts that you might like to somebody else. And then you're like, damn, I would have actually liked that when you could just buy it for yourself. So a lot of people are, you know, in situations when they're like, ah, can I just buy the cheapest gift for people? And then, you know, put that money towards buying the best gift for myself. Because it's not like anyone else is going to buy a gift that you actually want, right? So 
I definitely understand where these people are coming from in that sense because there are some things I would love to buy for myself, uh, especially since everything has increased in prices when it comes to food and like body stuff. So by the new year, I don't know. Hopefully we have more sales in the new years because, you know, they want to get rid of stuff. But at the end of the day, I definitely understand where a lot of people are coming from, where they just don't want to spend that much money on people. They just want to go, I love you, Merry Christmas, I am your gift, wrapped up in a bow, that's it, Merry Christmas. So (laughs) I get it. And I do hope that you guys have at least decorated something in your house. I know um, some people are just just getting their decorations for Christmas up now, where I was ready, you know, beginning of November, like once Halloween was over, Christmas decorations were up there was no way around it. Um, I do know that there are some people who are just decorating. I think I went over to a friend's house and he just added decorations to his place and it took him a minute to put everything up because he does not really like Christmas. So he just wrapped some, some lighting around his, his tree not even a Christmas tree. It was just a plant, a house plant. He wrapped it around the house plant and I'm standing there watching thinking, wow, okay. And then he like plugged in this little house that lights up and that was Christmas. And I I think that's all he did. Oh wait, he put the reef on the tree in front of his house on his door. That's it. That was all his Christmas decoration. It took him one minute to do that. I couldn't believe it. Some people are just not into the Christmas spirit this season for some reason. A lot of people are just, they're just like over it. And you know, I don't judge them. I don't judge them. But I do love Christmas, even though it doesn't really feel like Christmas right now. Uh, There's just too much going on, too much on the news, too much in the world that it just distracts you from that little moment. But I do wish each and every one of you who are listening to this podcast episode to try to find some joy in this season, even if it's just for half a day, (laughs) just half a day, just just relish in that small little moment. And I know some of you hate going to Christmas dinner with your family because of all the mess that your family, you know, does on Christmas Day and you don't look forward to it. But you know what? That's family. That's normal in families. And if you didn't have a family to go and watch them do the weirdest things and do the stupidest things, like honestly, you would have just, you would have been depressed this Christmas season. So just be happy with the crazy family that you do have. That's all I have to say. Just be happy. I know my mom is looking forward to this Christmas. She's going to make honey glazed chicken. Uh, We already had turkey for Thanksgiving and she was like, yeah, I'm not doing turkey again. I'm the type of girl that does turkey for Thanksgiving and then ham for Christmas. So she's like, no, we're doing chicken. (laughs) So she's going to make honey glazed chicken uh, for for Christmas dinner. And I thought that was hilarious. So I'm looking forward to that. And then she wants me to make this cranberry sauce. And I was like, why do I have to make cranberry sauce? Like the cranberry sauce is good with turkey because, you know, a turkey sometimes is dry if you don't make it properly. So adding that cranberry sauce, you know, it works out. But anywho, I'm not mad chicken honey glazed chicken for things for christmas is great it's not really about the food but it is 
it's about spending it with your family and people that you love so just keep that in mind for this christmas season even though it's super busy everyone's stressed the amount of money that we've all spent since fall to christmas is ridiculous everyone's feeling it and trying to figure out how the hell they're going to recover from this christmas season just you know having to buy all these gift friends and family and you know people should be should be happy when they don't have too many friends and too many families like i love my friends and all but maybe one of you are gonna get a gift or two and um and as for family i i think the only person i spent a lot of money on was my mom and she deserved it because she pushed me out of her loins and brought me into this world so she deserves the most expensive gift and that's exactly what she got i think i gave her like four bags of gifts just buying her a bunch of stuff that i think she might like and knowing her she's gonna nitpick at everything she sent me a picture of a gift i gave her two years ago two years ago she took the gift she opened the gift and she put it in a closet somewhere and completely forgot about it and then she was cleaning out her closet and she sees it and she goes oh wow she took a picture and she sent it to me and i was like wait a minute you're just opening this she's like yeah and I was like, oh, my God, what a waste of my damn money. Like, that cost me $200. And she's like, oh, well. So <laughs> half the gift I bought for her, most likely she's going to shove in a closet. And then two years from now, she'll take a picture and go, oh, my God, look what I found. Because that's my mom. But anywho, that's the update that I just wanted to let you guys know. I'm trying to remember if I covered everything podcast episode. This is the last one, too, for the beginning of the year. Oh, and after the two podcast episode is uh, posted, um, the beginning of the year, the I'm changing the date, which I believe I've already mentioned in a previous podcast episode, that I'm changing the date from Wednesday to maybe on a Friday or just on a weekend, posting up the podcast episode. I still haven't decided as of yet. Uh, just because posting it on Wednesday is starting to to be a challenge <laughs> because if your friends are inviting you out to go party on a weekend, you won't necessarily have time to write a podcast episode and then record and then go out clubbing. Sometimes you have to put a little bit more thought, especially when things are happening at home and you know you're trying to be there for friends and family. So posting it on Wednesday, like I said, might not happen. So it's going to have to be maybe a Thursday or a Friday that that podcast episode is going to be posted up. But I will let you guys know when the dates have changed, when the official date has changed so that I can add it to the roster. And you guys don't have to message me on Facebook going, hey, or not Facebook, actually, it was Instagram. I got a few messages on Instagram of people messaging me saying, hey, when's a podcast episode coming out? And I'm like, shoot, people are actually message you after the date they've gotten so used to receiving a podcast episode on a wednesday that when you don't post it on a wednesday someone's messaging you on a thursday saying what's up you okay what's go? what's good what's going on are you are you all right and it's like oh shit <laughs> i didn't think people would notice so now that i know that there's people out there that really do listen to this podcast episode and look forward to it every single week that you know i need to definitely make sure that they are aware that the date has changed so that i can have it on time and have it be more consistent like i said the end of the end of this year has been brutal and some of you may be able to testify to that <laughs> so today's episode is on growth mindset before I get into growth mindset, 
podcast episode. I wanted to give you a background as to why I decided that this should be the final podcast episode for this year. A lot of people conduct a tabulation of all their accomplishments where they need to be in 2022-2023. Now that 2022 is almost over, we are now going back to our 2022 list that we made from the beginning of this year and checking off what we have accomplished if we have not done so throughout the year. And so this is why I felt that this podcast episode would be great to close out the podcast with for 2022, because now is a time when a lot of people are formulating their plans for 2023 and all that they want to accomplish. We start with our goals and then we make a list of objectives to accomplishing these goals for the year. Some people use the objectives as a step-by-step plan on how to reach that goal for 2023 or at least by the end of 2023. Maybe I am only speaking for myself. I started my goals and objectives list for 2023 early November and also going through my 2022 goals and objective list as well. For a few months within this year, I kind of took a step back from looking at my goals and objectives because, again, if you keep doing that, you're not going to get there. So I just decided to go with the flow for a few months and I guess fell off. So now I wanted to see what I have accomplished and what I could accomplish by the end of this year. And let me tell you, based on what I'm seeing, it's not going to (laughs) happen. It's just not going to happen based on the list that I created in 2022, early 2022. If I could not, then I will transfer that plan and objectives to the next year, which is 2023. So making it a priority by doing that because it's going to be on top of the list, which means anything else that I add after that will not be a top priority. We hear the term growth game or growth mindset a lot, especially in 2022. It seems to be one of the most trendy word or popular thing that everyone just keeps saying over and over and over again. But what does it mean? Does it mean you have all your ducks in a row when it comes to life? Does it mean you are aligned with the universe? Some people use this term incorrectly and others understand it better than I do. So let's talk about it because honestly, I've been hearing the term a lot and I've even used the term because again, it's very trendy. It's just easy to say when someone's like, I got this done and I got this done. I'm like, wow, your growth game's on point, but that's not really what growth game means, right? Growth mindset is not necessarily about the quantity of tasks that you have on your list and how quickly you've gotten it done. It's about the quality, the quality of life, the quality of your mind and your mindset and how you view your life in the world and how you adapt and how you work with others in in this whole scheme of just living. I have to admit here on my podcast episode that I have been using the term growth game incorrectly, especially based on the research that I have done so far on the term growth game. But really, it's about the mindset. And all of my podcast episodes have led to this final chapter for this season. 
everything that I have spoken about in all of the podcast episodes starting from September till now does touch on growth and growing as a person and how to just not allow certain things in your life to hold you back and and take you away from the strides and the steps that you need to take to get to the level that you need to be on emotionally, mentally, and physically. Growth mindset is defined as thriving. You thrive on challenge and you don't see failure as a way to describe yourself, but as a springboard for growth and developing your abilities. Your intelligence and talents are all susceptible to growth. In growth mindset, people believe that their most basic ability can be developed through determination and hard work. Brains and talents are just the starting point. The view creates a love of learning and resilience that is essential for great accomplishments. I agree with all of that. Why? Because most of the time, we only have ourselves in this world. No one is going to believe in our ideas, our thoughts, or talents before we prove it. Our work or our works will be the deciding factor on if we succeed or not. If you do not believe in yourself and your capabilities, no one else will. So you will do the work. You will do your research and you will implement strategies to succeed. A lot of people believe that a growth mindset is all about success, but it is really about the journey. Everyone's journey is different. Everyone's struggle in in different ways. And no, no person who's on the same path is going to be going through the exact same things together, identical. It's going to be different, no matter what. People would say that, they're struggling with mental health or mental illness. But the effects on that person's life is different. Mental health does not mean one thing, one category, a clear line that is easily identifiable. It is not. It is a spider web. (laughs) At every turn, you are dealing with something. Growth mindset is not about the end goal success. It is the journey. What you have learned and your growth mentally, physically, and dare I say emotionally, it is about every unexpected turn, every bump in your road, every failure, defeat, and disappointment that you have endured. Yet you pick yourself back up and keep trying, keep pushing, keep fighting, keep learning and applying until you are satisfied. Growth mindset. As I mentioned before, growth mindset is a popular term used by everyone, really everyone. It is a trend. It is meant to make you look cool. You sound and seem enlightened when you use the term. Down with the times, because this year is about the growth mindset. It is considered to be the opposite of fixed mindset, and a lot of people have a fixed mindset, even those claiming to be all about growth. It's hard to identify when someone is faking it unless you spend a lot of time with them. Growth mindset means you are better equipped to overcome challenges and adapt to changes. Fixed mindset believes we're stuck with these characteristics forever. Fixed mindset 
values a conservative and risk-averse approach to life. Those with fixed mindsets are often better at focusing on the things they know they're good at and mining that expertise for great results. A growth mindset way of thinking is number one, you take small steps each day towards your goal. This is something that I've been talking about in a few podcast episodes this year about tackling one task at a time. So rather than working on how many different tasks all at the same time and never completing it and having it not work out, a year will pass and I'll still be halfway done on each and every one of the tasks because I keep spreading my time over so many different tasks. Whereas if I had just focused on one at a time, I would have accomplished a lot more is is technically what this means you take small steps each day towards your goals one goal at a time the second aspect is that you get out of your comfort zone when you think about comfort zone it's something that you do often every single day and it's just become second nature for you so to step out of that comfort zone it's almost like it's a challenge for you to try something else and that may encourage fear in you because you're like oh my god what if i fail and that could be crippling to certain people but getting out of your comfort zone you know will make a huge difference in in whatever you do and the third thing on the list is that you roll with the punches i don't even have to give you an example or describe what that could be y'all know what it is you're very intelligent individuals number four you seek out new perspectives Seeking out new perspectives is something that I love to do, and I've been doing that for years, especially when it comes to meeting new people. A lot of people prefer to read books where they can learn a little bit about different perspectives, but I'm the type of person that likes to have a conversation with a person face-to-face, just talking, and they sometimes will give me a, a completely different perspective of, of what, I'm, what I'm thinking and what I'm seeing and be able to apply something completely different. I have this with many people. I have this with my Uncle Sean, and I have this with my brother Rico, and most times it's, it's you know, my cousin Mali that I talk to about certain stuff, and they all give me such a different perspective on so many different situations that I know which situation to go to them with to get a fresh new perspective. Growth mindset is believing that a person's ability aren't inept, but can be improved through effort, learning, and persistence. A growth mindset is all about the attitude with which a person faces challenges, how they process failure, and how they adapt and evolve as a result. The ability to learn and grow after a setback is one of the keys to success. Again, the journey, the life lessons that you learn within that journey is so crucial. It's one of the most important aspects of life. People with a growth mindset are always looking for ways to improve, whether that means learning new skills, trying out new strategies, or making big changes to how they work. When they encounter a setback, a person with a growth mindset can recover more quickly and might view unanticipated problems not as barriers to progress, but as opportunities for growth. Fostering a positive, forward-thinking approach 
can be an essential tool for anyone. A growth mindset can be the difference between simply surviving or thriving in today's rapidly changing landscape called life. A mindset refers to the sum total of our attitudes, feelings, and core values, as well as our philosophical outlook on the world. The characteristics of a growth mindset is, number one, you believe that achievements are down to effort, not just inherited talent. Number two, you're willing to learn from your mistakes and find value in criticism. Number three, you believe that your intelligence and ability can be developed. Number four, you're willing to ask questions and admit when you don't know something. And number five, you seek out challenging tasks and take on risk. Now, this part I gotta disagree with. One of the reasons why I disagree with seeking out challenging tasks is because honestly, We just got off of, what, two, three years of COVID. That was a struggle. And it was quite challenging for most of us. And now we're in a situation where we're dealing with inflation. It's just been back-to-back bullshit. So I am not interested in seeking out challenging tasks because my life is already a challenging task. There are plenty of things that I need to improve on and things that I need to do in my daily life that I don't require going out and seeking more challenges. I don't mind taking risk, but the seeking it out part, you must have lots of time on your hands to be able to do that. Like, don't you want to sleep? Has these past few years not been enough for you? I mean, come on. Who has the time to be going out and seeking challenges? You go to work asking for more work. I mean, come on. Nobody nobody is interested in that right now. We're tired. Just tired. We're not seeking challenges. We're just trying to navigate the challenges that are being thrown at us. So the benefits of having a growth mindset is, number one, as I mentioned earlier in this podcast episode, a growth mindset can help you become more resilient in the face of setbacks. Number two, a growth mindset can help you become more adaptable, especially when you feel overwhelmed or threatened by a big challenge or a big change. Number three, a growth mindset can help you cultivate a positive attitude. A lot of people believe that they're too old to change careers, find love, or learn something new. I could never understand where that came from. Where did that idea come from? The idea that once you become a certain age in life, that you have no options. All you have to do is live out your life and die. And one of the reasons why I'm bringing this up is because I feel that growth mindset, it's not just for the young and vibrant. It's for everyone at all ages. You're you're not you don't stop growing mentally, emotionally until you're dead. I remembered working at a job where there was this lady who really did not look her age. She had the energy of a 16-year-old girl with gray hair. <laughs> and I remembered her talking about how you know she she would like to try something new and try a different career and basically this young girl 
who's like under 25, decided to turn around and say to her, well, you're a little too old to be changing careers or trying something new. Aren't you a bit slow? And in my mind, I kept thinking to myself, this woman that you are telling that she should not go after something that she's interested in because of her age has more energy than you do. So why the hell are you telling someone who is a lot more capable than yourself to do a specific job that really wasn't that hard? Why are you telling her that she shouldn't go after it because she's too old? And again, this girl is less than 25 years old. <laughs> less. I like the term less. <laughs> she's a baby. <laughs> That's basically what I meant by less. Um, but this this is a type of conversation I keep hearing from a lot of women who are, you know, over 50. Uh, or over 40 being told that their life is over and they shouldn't accomplish what they want or try something new and she was really feeling down about it and i thought to myself like why are you listening to this girl who is less than half your age telling you that you can't do something because you're old i mean you have people like Nicki Minaj who's in her 40s and she's killing it you have how many older actors that are Meryl Streep is not young and yet she's considered a national treasure in the acting community you see where I'm going with this there are just so many examples out there in the world of of people who are supposed to be considered dead they're just supposed to go into hiding and roll over and only come out when someone wants to to give them an icon award or celebrate what they've done in their youth and and just you know go back into the hole and disappear i mean that mindset i just wish i knew where it came from and so I had to, you know, kind of go up to this this woman and I said, don't listen to them. You have way more energy than all of us combined. You also dedicate yourself to your job. And I see how, you know, you, you, you make sure that everything is proper. And she looked at me and she says, Orchid, but I have a disability. And I said, what disability are you talking about? If you had not mentioned that you had a disability, a mental disability, I would have never thought that this would have been a problem. And she goes, really? I said, I see that your attention to detail just meant that, you know, I just thought maybe it was because you did not want to make any mistakes. You did not want to embarrass yourself. And so um, that's why you were checking things over and making sure everything was proper. I didn't realize it was due to a mental disability. I do the exact same thing. So unless you're saying that I have a mental disability, um, I'm not going to use that as an excuse for you not to try to accomplish something that you would like to do. And she goes, wow. And she said to me, she's like, you're the first person to have actually said that to me in my entire life. Every time I've said that I want to try something, usually people tear me down. I'm like, really? Even when you were younger? She's like, yes. And to be perfectly honest, I have been in that same situation. I have literally had an example would be my mother basically telling me that you know don't go to university because you're not smart enough and keep in mind that was a mind frame that was something that her parents had said to her when she was younger to to not go and pursue uh, an education because she wasn't that smart and it broke her so i didn't understand why she she would turn around and 
say that to me when I was 18 years old. So to hear this woman now say this to me at at her old age, that she has never, (laughs) I said old age, she's not old. Trust me, if you met her, you'd think she was 35. Um, And to hear her say that, I, I was like, wow, is this like a normal thing in this world for people to just turn around and tear other people, people down and rip apart their ideas? Like, does it make the person that's saying it feel better? And I even asked my mom when she said that to me years ago, I said, what, when you say that to me, what does that do for you? She says, well, it doesn't do anything for me. I just don't want to, you know, I don't want you to go out into the world and fail. And I said, okay, but shouldn't I try? And if I do fail, like it's a lesson learned. She's like, well, go right ahead and do it if you really want to. And I said, well, the fact that you led with don't do it, you're not very smart, isn't very encouraging. But the fact that I'm willing to confront you about it and be up in your face and go, excuse me, you're saying that I'm not smart. So what did you produce? A dumb baby? What parent is going to say that to their child? And she goes, okay, well, I'll take it back. I'll take it back. You know, I didn't mean it like that. And I said, how did you think it was going to come off coming out of your mouth? When your parents said that to you as a child, how did it make you feel? And she goes, well, it didn't make me feel good. So I said, why did you think that that was the right thing to say to me now? And she goes, well, I guess I wasn't thinking. And, you know, I forgave her for that. But at the same time, I just kept thinking, this world just seems to make all of these rules up out of nowhere And it's not true. None of it is true. I have met people who have changed careers in their 50s, literally 50 years old. You just have 10 more years until you can go into retirement and you're willing to make a big change. That's brave. It means that you're not thinking about, oh my God, I need to finish this you know, next um, 15 years so I can get my pension when I'm 65. And then maybe I'll decide what I want to do. No, they want to grow. They want to learn something else. They want to experience that excitement that they experienced when they first got into their first career. And, you know, years have passed and now they're just they're just not as excited. Now they're just going day by day, just living and they're just not feeling like they are alive. So they want to be able to try something else, even if they fail, they just want to. And I have seen, you know, certain situations where I'm talking to a young person who says, oh my God, this old man, he's like 60 years old, decided to switch his career and he went back to college and got it done. And now he's in our program being an intern at what we're doing. And he's so slow and he's asking all these questions. And she's like, it's so annoying. Like he should have just stayed in his previous career. And because that older man did not feel supported, a 60 year old man did not feel supported in the new career that he was in he ended up quitting he ended up going back to his old job because being around these young people made him feel stupid made him feel like the questions that he was asking were stupid and in my i look i just listened to these people and i thought how would you have felt if you were in that situation where you wanted to switch careers, you've always wanted to do this, you went to school, you studied hard, you passed, you got into the career, and then you, you're surrounded by people who are telling you that you're dumb and that you you can't get it right. Like, stop asking questions. Why are you asking so many questions? Blah, blah, blah. You're just so 
impatient and not very tolerant. And the girl would say to me, but he's old. Like, you're 60 years old. Like, what are you doing? You're surrounded by young people. Like, we know how to do the job better. I'm like, you just fucking started. You are still a baby. A babe, a little pup coming into a career acting like you know what you're doing. Acting like you've been doing this job for the past 15 to 20 years. And so you have a right to criticize someone who is just coming in same as you. He's asking all those questions because he wants to do it right. Because he wants to learn how to do it right. And he wants to make sure he does a really good job. Because he really values his time. He values the education that he had received. He values the opportunity to come and work in this place. And now he wants to ask and learn and not make any mistakes because he knows he's surrounded by a lot of young people. A lot of young people that think that they're better at this because they're younger. And he wants to be able to prove that he could, but instead you decided to stomp on him and made him feel like he was useless. So he had to run away and completely crushed him. You don't know how he's feeling, you know, when he goes home after quitting something that he's always wanted to do but never had the courage to do it before and now that he's 60 he's like listen i have a few more years until i'm dead i want to i want to do something that i wanted to do and she she just did not have any sympathy the same girl now ended up switching to a different department and basically got treated the exact same way she and a bunch of girls were treating that old man and she had to quit And she was completely devastated. She felt useless. She felt like something was wrong with her. She became depressed. And then I saw her again and she was telling me all about it. And I said, so how did it feel? She said, I feel like shit. And I said, now you know how you made that old man feel. That 60-year-old guy that you were making fun of, that's, that's how you made him feel. And she was speechless because she never thought how these negative thoughts these negative words that we're pouring into people can destroy them which is why when people come up to me and they say oh i want to try this and i want to try that i always encourage them i say you know what do it and they're like really what if i fail so what at least you tried that's all that matters it's the journey that's important the journey that journey going back to school studying again that excitement that you get learning something new then once you finish you out into the world that excitement and the outlook of of oh my god i'm gonna get a job in my career and i'm gonna be great and i hope i'm great that right there is what life is all about that right there is a success the the success is even sometimes success is just starting just starting just doing it and then you when you complete it that's another success And then once you get that job, it's another success. And, you know, once you find a person that you you love and you, you settle down with, that's another success. Little things in life is a success. And a lot of people are trying to take success away from people, trying to make it seem like these little things are, are considered to be nothing. Being able to pay, pay your rent every month, that's a success. Being able to, you know, drive a car, that's a success. Being able to go out and hang out with your friends and being able to pay for your meal and your drinks, that's a success. Every single thing in your life is a success if you look at it from the point of view of living. Living is a success. You're alive. That's a success. 
A lot of people just base success on how grand a task is. It's not just about that. It's about life. It's the journey, people. The journey. Your life doesn't end until you're dead. You have how many people in this world still succeeding after 40 years old? We don't hear these stories as much as the stories of the younger people succeeding at 20 or 30 years old, becoming millionaires or having a successful business, you know, be launched and make billions of dollars in such a short period of time. They are seen as extraordinary, the younger stories. To accomplish so much at such a young age, we see success stories of children, which is great. Honestly, it's wonderful to see a six-year-old or an 11-year-old start a business and it turned out to be successful. That's amazing. They end up in a newspaper, they're on the news, it's perfect. That feeling of reward and praise is what they will now live for. And that is why the journey is so important because it becomes less about the rewards and the praise that you'll get for succeeding and more about how you feel about yourself, especially accomplishing as much as you did. And when young people now experience that too young, once once you feel like you've hit the ceiling, you don't feel like there's anywhere else to go. You then become lazy. You then start focusing on getting that reward again or getting more praise after that initial praise and now you're living for that rather than living for how you feel when you accomplish things now you're living for how how other people will make you feel is the point that i'm trying to make to me that's not living and a lot of people want instant success at such a short time, at such a young age, because they want to be famous. They want to, to, to be recognized. They want to, to feel that, that success. But the success is not necessarily about the praise. As I said, it's about the journey. A growth mindset is what they will need going forward. Once you hit the height of your career, where are you going to go? That's all you can do. That's all you're going to live for is recreating that single moment. To me, that's not growth. That's not a mindset that keeps you free and happy and learning and growing. You are just chasing something that that will not last a lifetime. Instant success comes at a cost. You get lazy. You forget to grow as an individual. You skip the step of struggling the repetition of trying and trying and trying and trying again when you are up against failure you ask yourself can you mimic the same success and results will it happen again on the same strategy in a world where things change by the minute success is great at any age but the dependency on rewards and praise can stunt your growth especially your mindset Nobody wants to reach success only to get stuck and not know where to go or how to move forward from that point. The journey will teach you so much 
about yourself and your mindset that once you've accomplished it, it's like, all right, I'm going to the next one. You know what I mean? That excitement is what you need in your life. So I just wanted to to share that for this this last episode uh, for the podcast. Growth mindset is important because it can help you overcome obstacles you may face when learning something new or developing a new skill. Growth mindset understands that importance of persistence and determination. By changing the way you think, you can change the way you learn. Build on what worked. Before we conclude this podcast episode, I wanted to state that growth mindset was developed by Professor Carol Dweck of Stanford University. She believed that people with growth mindset, those who believe that their abilities, talents, and intelligence can be molded and improved with work tend to achieve more than those with a fixed mindset who believed that their abilities are set in stone. Her research is built on the theory of neuroplasticity, which is the brain's ability to continue to form new connections into adulthood after it has been damaged or when it is stimulated by new experiences. This supports the idea that you can adopt a growth mindset at any time in life. Thank you all for listening. That concludes our podcast episode on growth mindset. I hope you take this podcast episode and what you have learned from it into the new year and start fresh. Uh, Nothing is set in stone. Things can always be changed as long as you adapt a growth mindset. Don't forget to rate and leave a review for the podcast itself. I have noticed that others have done it and I wanted to thank all of you who have done it. Thank you for doing that. And if you are listening and you have not done it as of yet, you have plenty of time to definitely finish this episode, go back to the podcast, rate it, leave a review, and support Orchid Bloom's podcast. Also, the merch is out, so definitely feel free to support the Ambitious Obsession Network as well as Orchid Bloom's podcast by purchasing a t-shirt. I will hopefully, before the year ends, have some long sleeve t-shirts and some sweaters, maybe some sweatpants. I'm not really sure yet. I'm still thinking about it, which is why I need to get off this podcast episode. So thank you for supporting the Orchid Blooms podcast. Visit our website at taonetwork.ca and our social media pages are Facebook, The Ambitious Obsession Network, Instagram at The Ambitious Net, Twitter at The Ambitious Ops. My personal Instagram and TikTok is at Orchid Eye Brown. Don't forget to click the follow or subscribe button for the podcast and share your favorite episode with your family and your friends. I hope you have a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year.